friends, James here. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, before I get into the teaching, I would like to put in a little plug for my blog, if you have never read it before. I do write a lot about biblical issues, although from a different angle than what I would discuss in my videos. And also I dabble a little bit with politics and other things like that. The uh, URL for that is jameshboyd.blogspot.com. That's jameshboyd, all one word, .blogspot.com. Come on by and subscribe and uh, make a comment if you would. That would be great. Anyway, in our last lesson, we, were, we looked at Jesus teaching in his hometown synagogue from the prophet Isaiah. Now, the text doesn't tell us exactly everything Jesus said in his sermon, but he does unequivocally tie the Messianic prophecies to himself. Wouldn't you like to put a fly on that wall? Although Jesus' miracles and teachings were well known at that time, the crowd was still stunned that this local boy would have the audacity to say those sorts of things. But he says to them, surely you'll quote this proverb, Physician, heal yourself. Now this was a Greek proverb, although sometimes Jews used it too. The idea is that Jesus should use his power for himself and his own people. They knew his reputation as a miracle worker. It carries a similar challenge that Jesus would later hear on the cross. He saved others, let him save himself. And you'll tell me, do here in your hometown as you, we've heard that you did in Capernaum. Of course, Capernaum was the site of a number of Jesus' miracles, both before and after the events discussed here. For example, it was the hometown of the military leader we discussed in episode 14. And after this, it would become a key place in Jesus' ministry going forward, as we'll see in the next lesson. He goes on to use another proverb that also may have been commonly used at the time, no prophet is accepted in his hometown. As you probably know, many of the prophets in the Bible were violently rejected by their own people. And often it was people who were complete strangers and outsiders who would receive the message and blessings that went along with it. And that certainly was the case with Jesus. And he illustrates this with examples from the lives of Elisha and Elijah, but not in the way that people were expecting. In verses 26 and 27, Jesus referred to a time when a horrible famine was in the nation of Israel. But how many people actually received God's help? Only one, a Gentile woman in the land of Sidon, who fed the prophets. You can read that in 1 Kings uh, chapter 17. Another time there were many in the land who were suffering from leprosy, yet God's healing power only came to one person, a man named Naaman, who likewise heeded the divine instructions given to him. You can read about that in 2 Kings chapter 5. Again, Naaman was a Syrian, not an Israelite. The point is that God's provision is not unconditional. The point is that a religious pedigree doesn't guarantee God's blessings. Jesus came to be the Savior of the whole world, Jew and Gentile alike, whoever would receive him. But at this point, things really hit the fan. The crowd was furious, and they drive Jesus out of town and even try to throw him over a cliff. But Jesus simply walks away right through the crowd, just like the Israelites did through the parted sea. It wasn't his time yet. No one would take his life until he was ready to lay it down. Our next time together, we'll mark a new chapter in Jesus' life where some exciting new things start to develop. Until then, please like and subscribe if you haven't already, and help us spread the word. As always, keep it real, friends. Thank you for joining us.